Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the big stories in CSGO, quicker than Jason Lake gives up on the Juggernaut. A quick reminder to rate and review us at the end of the episode, it really helps us. I'm Logan, this is Naps. On today's episode, we talk about the PGL Major, we talk about complexities, rebuilding phase, and Valve's vendetta against coaches. Roll the intro. Welcome, Naps, to the pod. Thank you for having me. Who are you? Who am I? I am a delusional mouse sports fan that usually uh, writes the stories that uh, AZS doesn't want to write and everything else. So <laughs> that's who I am. When he says everything else, in this case, he means the section called everything else, yeah. not just everything else. Yeah. Trust me, being in the TLDR Discord, very confusing the first three weeks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was for um, me. Yeah. All right, so major legend stage done. We're about to get into playoffs starting tomorrow. So when the podcast comes out, playoffs will have just started, I believe. Um, so we're going to talk about the teams through the legend stage, same way we did last week. So we're going to start with the three no teams. G two. I was actually surprised by G two. So was I. I ex- so I think we said last week that G2 were either going to go 0-3 or 3-0. And I was really, really leaning on that 0-3. Yeah, I was... Um, uh, at first, when I made my pick'em, I didn't put in G2 at all. Um, I didn't to end my pick'ems. No. And then at the last minute, like at, at like 1 a.m., I put them in. Um, because someone else said, yeah, they have land buff. They're going to do well. And I really believe in the land buff now. So, uh, I, I guess so. They were really convincing in their games as well. I don't know if if everyone just shows up on a team like they did in the legend stage, I can see them going far in the in the champion stage. I all all I can say is everything in my head is still pointing me to three weeks ago when we went to the RMR and they didn't show up at all. True. And the uh, I believe the event before that was Blast that they were at, and they also didn't show up at. And it's just like the last like two months has just been like they've just haven't existed. And sure, congratulations, you went three and zero in the legend stage, but I'm not I'm not convinced yet. So for I mean... for reference, they beat Copenhagen Flames, they beat Phase, and then they beat Entropic in a best of three. Yeah, it's not the best opposition. Um, but that's the thing, right? With like international lineups, it's hard to judge how consistent they'll be. So, Phase and um, and Mouse, for example, they're also international lineups. It, they looked like up and down across the tournament. And G two, I think, just had like three games in a row, or like two best of ones in a row, and the best of three after that, where they looked really good and where they played like well against opposition where they were expected to do well against. Mm-hmm. But I still think it's a it's a pretty big like they they went over Copenhagen Flames was their most difficult opponent. They only played sixteen eleven against them in the best of one. And they rolled over phase and I don't remember the entry pick results actually, but it was two oh. Yeah, so pretty like <clears throat> that's pretty convincing. Yeah. Um <clears throat> do we do you think that G2 is going to go far in the next stage? They, they made it through, obviously. They're one of our eight teams 
it'll be in the next uh, in playoffs. So their opening game is against their opening game is Nip. Yeah, that's a tough one because Nip had more time in the legend stage. You know, they had more games, mm-hmm. um, but they also looked on and off at times. Uh, they were really getting carried by device at some points. Like it's insane what that guy can do for a team. Basically, carried them from pretty much like hanging around or between top twenty, top ten to best team in or second best team in the world um if g2 can do well against nip in their opening game i think they'll go to the final okay because the opposition after that is pretty easy like they have a good side of the bracket to be honest all right navi let's talk about navi navi also went 3-0 wins over heroic virtus pro and nip i think this was the most convincing Thing we have seen and that includes eg going 0 and 3 yeah yeah because this was a smashing against heroic 16 11 16 4 against virgis pro and, and then, then they 2-0. 2-0 nip yeah which we've already said is a good team i mean i really i, I think i really think navi will win this major it, there has to be like a miracle for them not to win this major everything i mean to be fair the miracle has appeared in the quarterfinals true um i just the the navi team looks unstoppable right now that's the thing it's they they 2-0 to everyone that was in their way and by everyone i just mean nip but nip is still a good team taking two maps i mean copenhagen flames went very far against nip um like gambit 2-0 nip as well like it's nip is not an easy pushover no um by any means necessary. I mean, to be even if no one else is existing on that team, device is still there. Yeah, and two owing nip is that's a, that's a good start. It's pretty telling for what we can expect from them from them in the next stage. I think. All right, three and one teams. Let's talk about the most surprising team in this stage. Furia somehow made it through. They are the last, and I put this in air quotes. North American <laughs> hope. That's really stretching it, to be yeah, honest. I, oh yeah, how the hell did Furia make it here? Uh, that's a very good question. Um, I mean, I I'm going to be honest. It's it's luck of the draw because yeah, Fury Fury got here by losing to Astralis, beating Maus, beating Liquid, beating Entropic. I think and, that's just about the easiest way they could have pulled yeah, this. Yeah, because losing to Astralis, like, people tend to forget that the Astralis at this major is in no way comparable to Astralis. Like, yeah, this is not a good major. Astralis. No, this, this, this Astralis sucked. <laughs> this was the only Astralis win. We'll get more to Astralis in a little yeah. bit, but all three of the teams that they won against, actually, two of the three of the teams that they won against all went out one and three. Yeah. And the only one that went two and three was Entropic and... Well, Entropic had the, the Vega Squadron bug or, or uh, buff. Buff, yeah. Yeah. I think it's actually the Windigo buff, but <laughs> or, it's QDF basically just buff. a CIS it's, team buff. It's the CIS team that goes far. There's one yeah. every major. It gets renamed every major. It's just <laughs> just there. <laughs> I mean, it's I, you have to fill the quarterfinals with like some teams, and Furia just gets a lucky draw in the in the legend stage. They might 
still progress to who did they face actually in the quarterfinals? They played Gambit. Yeah. Mm, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, they might have gotten the worst pull of any team here. Yeah. But to be fair, I'm not convinced they should actually be in playoffs. So no. realistically, uh, natural selection should do its thing and just it's just helping everyone's pickums. To be honest, yeah. I mean, I everyone everyone will know that Gambit wins that game. Yeah. Um, though we do get art stickers, which art signatures previously have been in ass. And you know, those stickers will give you a buff if you like run if straight you just to your opponent. Hold you just w. hold W. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Gambit. Gambit looked unconvincing to me. And I don't know. My my problem is is that so Gambit won against Ents, lost against Centropic, won against VP in a really, really close match. Yeah. And then 2-0 nip. Yeah. That sounds like good because they won three matches and they only lost one. But I don't like the fact that they were so close against VP. I don't like the fact that they lost to Entropic, right? It's just, it feels inconsistent and it feels like this team is still figuring out how to play on land. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? This is a type of team that is very comparable to Navi, I think, in that they can be really convincing. I mean, we were talking like a second ago about how it's impressive that Navi rolled over Nip 2-0. Gambit did the same thing. And it's best of ones. In like yeah. a legend stage. So it's hard to judge from them. But I think um, the most unfortunate thing about Gambit going through is that they aren't on the other side of the bracket compared to Navi. Because I was completely prepared to have a Navi Gambit final. Yeah. But they'll face off in the semifinals. So it's unfortunate for them how they drew. But I think they're still a really solid team. And they can probably make it far. But they won't make it past Navi. Yeah, I think I think Gambit is in. I I think all in the end, right? With the way that G two played right now, not saying how they played two weeks ago, but how they played right now, I think the, Gambit is in the right place. I don't think Gambit realistically should have gone three and zero. Yeah, in the way that they have played so far. I think I think the seating has been roughly correct, other than Furia, which is a something else on its own um yeah they did about as well as everyone expected them to do exactly yeah i i think everyone expected the the 3-1 or the 3-0 and that's that's where they ended up i don't think there was a single person who said gambit wasn't going through on their pickups in yeah. some way shape or form um and i think that it was a relatively safe bet and that gambit stocks are still decently high though i am personally slightly disappointed yeah <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's still like a lost to Entropic. You would have expected them to win, especially because they come from the same region, so they have played each other before. Well, the hope is, is that up. you have the, the anti-CIS buff. Yeah. When you have this the, the random CIS team, and I know Entropic's not a random CIS team, but when you have the Windigo and the, the, or the QBF or the Vegas Squadron buff, whatever we want to call it today, when you have that buff, that should be countered by... The actual CIS team that knows how to do things. Yeah, that's and that, that's the that has the experience. Yeah, yeah. But what we're also forgetting about Gambit is that last time we had a PGL major, Gambit didn't win. Gambit won. 
So he won't get so some say, PGL magic again. As I say, Gambit gets the PGL buff? Is that what we're talking about now? We're talking about buffs <laughs> and nerfs at this point, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. It would be really, really fun for the narrative, but it's tough against Navi. Heroic. <clears throat> so Heroic lost one game, and it was against Navi in the opener. They then beat Vitality, beat Astralis, and then beat... Copenhagen Flames in a depressing 2-1. Yeah, but it's skin with their teeth. Yeah. Um, the, I think truly, be, before we talk about Heroic's performance in the cement, yeah. Copenhagen Flames, definitely the second best team in Denmark. Certainly fighting for first right now. Definitely the, the most likable team in Denmark. Definitely the most likable yeah. team in Denmark. But that, that was really not... The, the bar for that was set really low. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Heroic's more disappointing in this legend stage than uh, than Gambit because everybody expected Heroic to do well at this major. But in the last stage, in the, the, the challenger stage, and in this stage, they did mediocre at best and got through pretty luckily. Like, I yeah. understand some people might not like the team anymore after what happened with the entire Hunden drama. But Cadian's still like a yeah, very, yeah, a very like cool player to watch, and the energy he brings in at like events is insane. Um, and for him to get his first major playoffs is pretty fucking cool. Sorry, pretty cool. Yeah, I wanna I wanna highlight a stat there, which is Cadian was one of the first eighty players that attended the very first major in twenty thirteen. Yeah, eight years later, he's gotten to his first playoffs. That's just that's an insane thing. That it's been eight years, everyone has gone through 7,000 different lineups, and that he's still here and he's now on one of the, the top teams, right? I mean, and he's not even the top teams. Yeah, not even that he went through all those lineups, but the, the road he took. Like, he spent that some was... time in NA. <laughs> like, how desperate do you have to be to spend some, willingly spend time in NA as a Danish player? But yeah. yeah. T- trust me, NA, rough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. I think heroic. I think heroic are weak right now. They yeah. went three and one, but I think that they realistically shouldn't have gone three and one. I think that they probably would have ended up out of this major um, if the things continued as they should have. If Copenhagen Flames wins that two one matchup, which again was a super close match, it was a coin flip. Basically, it, it was legitimately a coin flip. If Copenhagen win- Flame wins that then I believe Heroic, again, seeding be warned because I don't want to redo Bukult's seasoning, uh, seasoning, seeding in the, uh, for the 2-2 round, but Heroic would have played Nip, and I think there's no chance that Heroic beats Nip. No. Um, so I think by a very strong luck of the draw, Heroic's through, but I'm not convinced in any way, shape, or form about what they're doing. Yeah, I didn't put them through in my pickings either, I think. Um, I've seen a lot of people on Twitter who at least think they'll go to the to the quarter or to the semifinals, but I, I don't know. I, there's too many cracks in their system. And it's they've been really lucky in both the um, challenger stage and the legend stage in, in getting through. So yeah, that's why I said they're the most disappointing team uh, more than Gambit for me. All right, three, two teams. We have Vitality, we have British Pro, and we have Nip. We'll start with Vitality. 
who took the long road to get here. Um, they went down 0-2. Yep. And then they grinded their way back up against... Here's my problem, right? With Vitality. Yep. They lost <laughs> against Virtus Pro in a close game. They lost against Heroic in a relatively close game. Evil Geniuses took a map off of them. And we all were... A scared for our pickums. Uh, some of us were already. I had them three zero. A, a scared for our pickums, and B, how the hell is Vitality not going to make this? Apparently, in the middle of that EG match, Apex went to Zaiwu and said, "You need to exist in order for us to get through." I, I, that, I'm paraphrasing the quote there, but he basically said, "You need to play well. That's the only way we get through." And then the Zaiwu buff came, and they two won. They they ended up two winning EG, two winning Astralis, and they beat Entropic, I believe, two one. That yeah. one I'm gonna check though. Um, it's kind of very similar to how um, Navi was when they had still had Zeus and all the other players, like the old lineup, where it really depended on how Simple played. And how well he did, whether or not they went through. And yeah, sure, there was always like an electronic or a flamey game where, you know, those two went well and it helped the team like get 2-0 in the best of three instead of 2-1. But it's, I mean, although one advantage for Vitality coming into the champion stage is that they've played the most best of threes and they've won the most best of threes in the previous stage. So they have a lot of, like, they're already warmed up. So that might play a role, and that especially might play a role in how well Zaiwu plays, and how well he shows up, and how he can like carry the team. But it's still, I don't know, it's very unconvincing. This is not a major where I see a French team take the trophy. No, um, which is unfortunate for my credibility, considering I said that uh, I thought Vitaly was going to win this major. Um, the second that they go down to BP in the opening match, I think I had to eat those words a little bit. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, yikes. Yeah. Let's talk about Virtus Pro, um, who I think everyone kind of hates right now um, for a variety of reasons. So Virtus Pro... I won't go eats, into it. They, well, I'm not <laughs> even saying for that. They beat Vitality. They lost heavily to Na'Vi. Um, they lost to Gambit. They won against the uh, the shell of Astralis, and then they beat FaZe in an extremely close match in 3-2. I think everyone hates them, not because of the beating Mouse part, um, but be- because of the beating FaZe part. I think there were a lot of people that were that wanted FaZe to move on, whether yeah. they, they were a Kerrigan fan, whether they were a FaZe fan. Um, Russ, uh, Twist was the last... American hope left or well, Canadian <laughs> hope left that was in the major after liquid got eliminated. So people, NA was behind phase at that point. I think it was, it was a rough game to watch. It, it was. Um, and also because at some points Virtus pro just looked so lost, like especially on ancient, maybe not against phase, but against mouse, it, it was, it was just painful to watch how bad they played. Like, mm-hmm. It's not the kind of Virtus Pro we saw, or it's not even the shell of uh, Avangar we saw in the major final uh, last time around. Yeah. 
and they just got so lucky at points like with clutches and timings and uh vertigo smoke sprays and <laughs> i've never seen as much smoke sprays come from your kinder as i've seen come from any player before but uh yeah they haven't you, really uh, set themselves up to become the heroes of this major no not at all did you see what um did you see what thorin said about jame on the desk um, I prefer not to listen to the horn, but okay. yeah, sure. He he said, uh, we need to add an extra hour to, uh, British Pro Game Times because of Jame time. Yeah. And I thought that while, <clears throat> again, I, I agree with you on the, I generally don't listen to Thorin. I thought that was funny. And more importantly, I thought that was really, really true on just how this team plays is that they will save it every opportunity they can. They are the anti-CIS CIS team. Yeah which is terrifying. Very terrifying. <laughs> and um, I think at some point, not even the fact that there's jam time, but that the entire team is revolving around getting that op to jam mm -hmm. can be really inhibiting for them at times. There were um, moments in those matches where basically because the player had to drop an op to jam because they want to get that op as early as possible, there wasn't time to defuse because they didn't have money for a kit or... Um, they yeah. didn't have armor and they got instantly headshotted. Like, if that's how you're playing, then at what point do you just go, okay, this isn't like profitable? Well, it is because you're in the playoffs, in, in but... the quarterfinals of playoffs. Yeah. But... Um, quick gut reaction: flit for Sanji move after uh, after now two stages of flit. He looks pretty decent, right? Um, I, I I agree. Do we think though that it was a worthwhile move? I think is going to be how I'm going to wear this. Depends on if you're going to keep using flit like you use Sanji, which was dropping an op to Jame. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> but um, it might be indicative that they, at least not for now, because it was so like short before the major that they made the change. But they might be switching places. They might be on thing. the long run switching up how they play and like moving away from the uh james centered team performance because especially um in the best of threes yakindar like every every round yakindar was alive was around day one almost it, i'm pulling this out of the top of my head bullshit but... statistic that sounds yeah, true. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's what it's what the caster said so yeah. <laughs> i'm allowed to quote them but um yeah, it felt like every round yakindar was alive they were winning they were, way more yeah. than every round. Jame had an impactful round with the AWP. So it might be worthwhile for them to look at changing up their system and getting more centered around uh, the rest of the big hitters in the team. I mean, to be fair, they have a lot of good players on that yeah, team. So Definitely. All right. Let's talk about Nip. Um, they made it through. By the skin of their teeth, they made it through. Yep. I don't... First of all, the disc, TLDR Discord was um, slightly busy during that portion. J just just a little bit. Um, <laughs> with There were a lot of people talking about this game. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure our designer, Jack, uh, completely lost his voice. Probably, um, he, and he, he still has to go to the major. Yeah. I was going to say, he's traveling today from the UK to Stockholm with a non-existent voice after yelling 
about Nib. <laughs> um, okay, so before we talk about Nib's performance, I said this. I said this in Discord. I I stand by it. I think it's really important that Nip made it through. I think seeing a team with a majority of um, Swedish players. I couldn't think of what country Skakholm was in for a minute. That was odd. <laughs> um, I think a team with a majority of Swedish players, even if one of them is Danish, right? Um, in the major, in Stockholm, on the stage, I think that's important. Yeah. Um, just like if it was an NA final, I would have said, I think it's important to, uh, in NA players, I think it would have been important to have an NA team, wherever it is. I think it's realistically important for the crowd that's there, for the way that Counter-Strike works in countries around the world to have a uh, at least a represent a player representative right from yeah those places there and i'm happy that nip could be that player representative but god many, they barely made it yeah. through and there weren't many other options when it came to swedish players right because Dude, Fnatic i don't think didn't make it, so i don't, I don't think there think, literally were any. yeah <laughs> they're the only swedish players at the major there might yeah have been it was a player it was that. tough to watch especially if like me you you're not particularly <laughs> fond of nip um and you are particularly fond of copenhagen flames but uh it was yeah. every time you thought okay this is it for them they just pulled something out of nowhere and just suddenly looked right back in it i mean blame <sighs> nip by the way blame nip for the fact that gambit isn't on the other side of the of yeah. the, the the quarterfinals because if Copenhagen Flames would have gone through the seeding would have been different, different. and yeah. it we could have had the CIS final with Gambit versus uh, versus Navi. Just so, more things I want to blame Nip for. Yeah, <laughs> really all this. Um, but for what's posterity from them in the next stage? That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be tough. I mean, they have to play G two to start, which fortunately. That's a team that they've played a ton. True. So this should not be the weirdest team I've ever seen like them play, um, which will be nice. And they have a good side of the bracket when it comes to the other teams there, like VP Heroic. Mm-hmm. That's doable. But then in a final against like Navi or something, I don't think they... Yeah. And to be fair, we, we talked... I, I said that they barely got through, right? Um, they they beat Mouse. They beat Astralis in the most convincing match of the major so far. Yeah. Um. They sixteen one. They almost sixteen owed Astralis. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. And they, the only reason that Astralis won round is because they got lucky, because Lucky got a clutch. Yeah. Which is very very good clutch, but like they shouldn't have won that round realistically. No. Um. Then then they got two owed by Navi, two owed by Gambit, and t- they won twoed. Copenhagen Flames. To be fair, getting 2-0'd by Navi and 2-0'd by Gambit, I think if you were a Nip fan, you would have liked them to take a map off of both of those. You'd rather it be a 2-1. Yeah. I think that's a it's a fair estimate there, but I don't think anyone with a stable brain going into this would have thought that Nip will beat Navi or Nip will beat Gambit, realistically. Yeah. If you had to take a bet, it would yeah. be Navi and Gambit like ninety nine times out of hundred. Yeah, I mean, they weren't really convincing against Mouse. Like it was pretty close in the opening match, 
um, but it's the opening match and it's the best of one. Mm. So, and it's Inferno and everybody knows how to play Inferno. Um, and then against Astralis, I mean, Astralis wasn't convincing at all. No. Uh, I know we hyped them up before NIP because they are, they, they, they are a good team and they can, they've shown that they can be like very competitive, but I think it's the same thing as with G2. If Nip wins against G2, then they can make it far, but otherwise it's just impossible. Yeah. Because um, in the quarterfinals, if that makes sense. <laughs> let's let's move on. Yeah. Entropic. I feel for them. I feel for them bad. Same. They had to lose to Furia. Yeah. And then they had to lose to uh Zaiwu getting the Apex go uh Zaiwu go kill off. Yeah, yeah. Zaiwu uh, <laughs> hearing Apex's words and going oh yeah that's right i play counter-strike yeah really um i liked entropic i hope we see more of entropic realistically do i think they were top eight in this major probably not no do i think that they gave a really good showing for them i think that they, they did yeah but that's the thing right everybody's a fan of the vega squadron quantum bella for yeah. whatever uh except when they play against you so yeah. it would have been nice to see them go through because I don't think any like of the Vega Squadron type has done I that mean, before. A Vanguard. A Vanguard, that's right. But eh, <laughs> I won't say different. they're the they're the anti Vega Squadron, yeah. but still yeah. I regardless of what it is, right? I I feel for Entropic. I think they played well through the stage. But do I think that they're a top eight team? No, I don't. No. So honestly, uh, good riddance is the wrong word. Because it's not at all, but like it was nice to see them do well. It was nice to see them, yeah. But it was expected, yeah. But not surprised. It's yeah disappointing. That, that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, phase is just <sighs> just a sad moment there. For a second, I thought Carrigan was really just gonna pull out just some carry special major like magic and just go like oh that's right i lost to na like in 2018 so i'm back <laughs> here i come yeah i'm going <laughs> i'm about to single-handedly outfrack simple and zaiwu and everybody else and win this major he did not do that no unfortunately i mean he got close uh but then he filled against like a pretty winnable team which was virtus pro to be fair he did get his revenge against stewie <clears throat> yeah he did <clears throat> We talked about this last week that we we wanted the phase liquid match to happen because yeah. we wanted I, I I need to go look at the pick bands for this actually because there was a there was a long conversation that Elliot and I had last week about um, phase insta banning Inferno because Carrigan <laughs> had PTSD on it. Um, <laughs> they did not. No, but I would have found it hilarious if they did. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, they went to for Vertigo first, yeah. which is. I think they're permaban. I, I believe it is. I don't think they play very Which go. makes sense. And then Liquid instantly picked Inferno. <laughs> but they still got wrecked on it. Yeah. We, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, uh, so I'm in the same boat for FaZe as I am for Entropic. Uh, yeah. Do I think FaZe was a top 8 team? Probably not. Do I think they were a good team? I think they had a good showing? Uh, debatable on good showing, but I think that they they were they here. They played relatively well. They obviously three would the the challenger stage. Yeah, I think you you can be happy with phase as this is 
this was where you ended up. Yeah, disappointed, yes. Uh, expected, also. So yeah. it, it's not surprising. Let's talk about everyone's favorite team from the, the major so far. Copenhagen Flames. I feel for them so badly. <laughs> it's a gut-wrenching story. They got so close on multiple occasions. Uh uh, they yeah. they were by far the best team in the contender stage. Yeah, in the in the the challenger stage, like it wasn't even the, phase three o, and they also three o'd. But I yeah. don't think that phases three o was comparable to the Copenhagen Flames. I mean, if you look at the legend stage, they won. What was it? Sixteen six against phase. Yeah. So, you know who's better team? <laughs> yeah, really. Um, I I. Legitimately, Copenhagen Flames had two games that one round either way, they, they'd get through the next stage, right? They had the game against Heroic, which we already said was a brawl, um, which, screw Strauss, that is the new Danish Derby. Um, yeah. yeah. And they they had the same thing against Nip, right? Yeah. They are it was... 100% the most likable team in Dan- Denmark right now. And yeah. It's not close. No, it's not um, even competition. I mean, to be fair, that does go because of a variety of other things, because Hunden bug is happening. I think if Hunden thing wasn't around Heroic... Heroic would be more likable, but I still think the <laughs> Copenhagen Flames would... Uh, because everybody loves an underdog. Everyone and... loves an underdog, and I think this <laughs> team is playing... They, they showed they were good in the RMR, then they took a week off and got to the Major... And showed that they still kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's it's, <sighs> it's special, but it's it's it. Yeah, they're just a young team uh, that have the results, but just not the experience, experience and the mental yeah. fortitude. Like to, especially in a long drawn out best of three against a team like Nip. Nip has so much experience in their team, even if it's not the biggest players. Like. Hampus has been around around a long time. Device, you know, is a major winner. Like Device is a three-time. But if you look at Copenhagen Flames, it's just not there yet. And I think that if... It's unfortunate that this roster is for sale, but I hope they get picked up as a whole by another organization. If this team sticks together and starts, like, actually playing more and more and more, we're looking at, like, a a, a big team. Like, this Mm -hmm. is potentially, like, a a top 10, top 5 team. If they I, can like stick percent. to their guns, yeah. Uh, Cloud Nine question mark. Cloud Nine question mark. Cloud Nine question mark. Cloud Nine question mark. Hmm. That's all I complexity have to say on that matter. question mark. I they also sold most of their team. That's a good. Point. We'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit. I want yeah. to talk about. Let's finish up with the last five teams. Then yeah. we'll get into the playoffs. Then we'll get into uh, other yeah. news. <laughs> uh, I'm sad about Liquid. I am extremely understanding that they went out one to three. I honestly, in my heart of hearts, expected zero and three. Um, to be fair, and I think that's where I'm at. Um, I think they did as well as anyone would have expected them to, uh, given the position they were in. Um, like I think everyone expected them to take at least one or two maps off of somebody uh, in a like a best of one or something, mm-hmm. but in the long run, nah. I yeah, I think the worst part for me as a Liquid fan going through this right 
was us losing to Furia. Yeah. Because if there's any team that was at the major that we played a trillion times. It's Furia. It's Furia. Yeah. And it's like, that's the one team that we couldn't beat. Like, you're kidding me. Um, I also tweeted this on Twitter, obviously, because you don't tweet things on yeah. other platforms. Um, <laughs> I'm prepared for Liquid to burn it down. Do you mean like completely? They, yeah, they're blowing it up. They keep a leash. They keep Grim. Stewie's gone. Naf's gone. Fallen's gone. I I think that this this roster is one of the. There's a couple rosters here that I see are like prime for roster change, um, but realistically, the only roster that I see that's like thousand percent in this stage roster change eg which we've known for a long time would realistically be coming yeah. and liquid because this liquid team has been the same core for since the grand slam and it just hasn't looked the same now i would like to say i was really excited for naf stickers <laughs> i mean did you, did you see the picture of the stickers i know I did oh not. Oh my god! Hold That's, on, I gotta, okay. I gotta find them. I'm, I'm I gonna... have to see it now. Oh yeah, boy. yeah, yeah. Hold up, I'm, I'm gonna send you. The, I'm gonna send you the link. No idea how I uh, missed out on that one. Okay, let me see. Oh yeah, that is okay. Yeah, that that's one hell of a submission. Yeah. Yeah. It says yep. NAF, and in between the the N and the F, he's got like a little hammock with a slot there, and he's got some like leaves on the N and the F. It's perfect. Even if you're not a NAF fan, yeah, you, you would buy it because it's, that is it, that would it's instantly perfect. that would that would sell like crazy. Yeah, that might have been the most expensive sticker from this major, and it wouldn't, and like yeah. it doesn't matter about the simple. Somewhere, um, so, some part of me still hopes that uh, CS:GO just or sorry Valve just makes just, an exception and yeah. like says. It was all a joke. We made all the stickers. Here we go. Yeah. There you go. Have Maybe fun. they'll just release all the player stickers after. Yeah. I, I don't mind. Like, yeah. I mean, they were just like, yeah, we want the souvenirs to be of the maps and stuff. We didn't want player specific or whatever to start. Yeah. But here's some player stickers. Go. And I would have been okay with, I'm okay with that. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, every player that made the major after they, like, after all the RMR closed, they were excited for it the players bags yeah. of money they were about to get because yeah. people tend to forget how much money these stickers make like it's 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 insane it's like tens of thousands of dollars and to just with one tweet instantly remove all that money for all those players like some of these guys don't make a lot of money and i don't know it, it to me it's just heart-wrenching that Valve because they completely forgot that oh that's right we have a major going on they just took away all this potential money for these guys it's I don't know it's just really sad that's yeah. all I can say it's just really sad all right I'm really happy that our liquid talk turned into a sticker talk and we yeah. don't talk anymore <laughs> about liquid um Astralis uh expected Yikes. I think yeah. is the I think the the word that we need to say here is expected and then lost all the way out and I, I think the most important part that you need to know about this if you need if you learned one thing from this stage is astralis got 16-1 and almost 16-0 by device so whoever said before that device was a, a role player for glaive it was 
Glaive's greatest cog in the machine. Yeah. That it didn't matter what opera was there. Like, Glaive would just, you're wrong. Yeah. Astralis is not a good team anymore. And if you thought that you were at the delusional point and Astralis is going to blow it up as well. (laughs) I think it also takes away some of the credits that went to uh, Glaive as an IGL. Like every, like a year ago, everybody was saying, oh, Glaive is the best IGL ever. If you mm-hmm. can put Glaive on any team, and he'll make it better. But um, I don't know. I'm starting to doubt that because yeah. he's given, well, not the perfect player set, but he's given decent players to work with. Mm-hmm. And either he's not as good an IGL as we all think, or he's lost his, uh, his, his, his mojo, but it's not Something. working out. He's he's not the best anymore. That's the conclusion. Yeah, he could still be it. He could still come back. But right now, oh. Astralis is in shambles. Yeah. All right. It's it's. I think it's your least favorite part of the podcast. Oh no. We're talking about mouse sports. Yeah. Um, <sighs> I think even for mouse sports fan, they did better than we expected. Um, okay be, actually before you talk about this for yeah. those of you on the audio only uh naps is a very large mass sports fan so much so that he is wearing a mass sports jersey i also happen to be wearing a mass sports jersey so just to put you in the right mind for what is about to be said <laughs> this is this is a biased thing from a mass sports fan but should yeah. be relatively true yeah please yeah. continue <laughs> it's relatively biased yeah <laughs> um but I think I'm a very realistic mouse sports fan when it comes to like keeping a level head. Okay. But anyways, um, I'm wearing the ugliest jersey, by the way. In that my is opinion. correct. Yeah, <laughs> I had to show up, show my support by wearing the ugliest one. Uh, no, I think mouse sports did better than most of us expected. Um, I was hoping for some magic. I put them as my 3-0 actually in my pick because I was willing to take the risk there. <laughs> And I was hoping to get some best of one magic and then get an easy team in the best of three. But uh, they should have gone through against Virtus Pro. Like that last map, it was oh, it was heartbreaking. It was it was hard to it's, it was hard to watch because you could see at every point that Mouseports was the better team, but Virtus Pro just got really lucky at some points and in the important rounds. So it was, uh, yeah, unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I and now everybody's saying <laughs> there needs to be changes. Do you agree with that? Um, uh, I prefer not to speak. Okay. I, if I speak, I am in big trouble. No, um, I think, yeah, either Dexter is out or Acor. Second one more likely, or Robs get poached, gets poached, but I think he's in a good position. So, I don't do know. we think the uh, since the Torzy ban is up in like three days or something like that? Do we think that it's going to be Torzy for Acor and just go with that for a little bit? Hmm. I don't know. Okay. It could be. I mean, uh, the thing is, uh, if I remember correctly, Acor was. Uh, partially calling uh, this major as well because Dexter wasn't feeling all right. Uh, I think he had a uh, he was uh, ill or something. But um, that might have that might have distracted him in his opping. But they're still 
even before this major there were plenty of examples where acor just didn't show up and i hate to do that because i hate to like hate on a player who clearly has potential who clearly has yeah, the level I mean, to be a really good opera but just isn't showing up because it's just gonna make his life worse and it's just gonna make his performance worse but um yeah at some point someone has to pull the plug on the acre op all right let's talk about the three no teams we're gonna yeah. move very quickly through this uh evil geniuses need to blow it up everyone has said they need to blow it up for a very long time yeah um they were the worst team in the stage and i don't think that there was a single person that disagreed if you yeah. didn't have eg as your zero and three for pickums you actually threw um yeah. That's all I need to say about this team. We've been saying that EG has been nicknamed EG for <laughs> months and months now. I think they lived up to their moniker. At least, I think that we're going to see a huge amount of changes after this. Um, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if that entire team minus Cirque just decided to go to Valorant, and that was it. Um, wouldn't surprise me. That that's EG's terrible. Everyone knows it. This was not a surprise. This was warranted. Yeah. Um I think if we see changes, um the org will look to keep Breezy and Cirque. I'm not even like sure if they look to keep Cirque anymore. I don't know. It he has they'll, the they'll level. keep Obo. They'll keep Obo. Yeah. If Obo doesn't leave himself like he did. Yeah, if Obo doesn't leave I well I, Obo leaving on complexity was a different story than Obo True. on EG. But if Obo doesn't leave himself, they're going to do whatever they can to protect Obo. Obo yeah. is probably the best young player in America. He's a very valuable uh, prospect. Yeah. If I if I yeah, I think he is the best young player in America. I'm I'm trying to think about the rest of the the young players. Um probably Grim. I don't know how old he is. Yeah, no, Grim's Grim's around the same area. Maybe some of the Triumph guys, but not the Triumph guys. I've okay. I've been <laughs> I, I've been decently and I, I was on the desk for Triumph guys about a week ago and realistically uh, Swisher uh, and Spongy are who I'd look to there and I'm not convinced by either of them at least over Obo. Not the point though. Um, He's still a very good player. Very valuable yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. E EG you're going to rebuild around Obo or Obo and Breezy and that's going to have to be what it is because they're not there. If they continue to go through with what they currently have, then there's not going to realistically be a... It, it won't be good. Ents. Ents. I'm in the same boat for Ents that I was in for Entropic. Um, yeah. And Astralis, which is... I'm happy to see them here. They did really well in the first stage. And were they a top 8 team? No. Do I think they were top 16? Yes. Do yeah. I think they were somewhere towards the bottom of the top 16? Absolutely. Do I think that this was probably about where they should have ended up? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the same point applies for ENDS as I uh, used before for international rosters, which is they can be really good, but they're hard to judge. And coming, uh, coming into the major, everybody was kind of worried about who would be better uh, or how what they would do. But then coming out of the challenger stage, everybody was like, okay, well, this is pretty impressive. They've done pretty well. Uh, you know what? I might as well put them in my pickums or something similar. And then they went over three. So I don't know. It's tough to judge, but uh, I, I, 
I, I would have liked them to go through. But it, it's, as you said, it's expected for them to be top 16. Yeah, and I don't think them doing any better. I, I, I realistically don't think that they will have done any better than they did. No, no. They might have grabbed a few maps here and there in the best of one, but that's it. There are people lawn mowing outside of my window now. <laughs> that's which unfortunate. Is lovely, which is just lovely. Perfect, perfect podcast. podcast recording. <laughs> Every week, same time. Never heard lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> same time, same place. Every week. Um, all right, that's the that's that's the entirety of the legend stage. I want to talk a little bit about playoffs because we have yeah. a bracket. This starts the day that the podcast comes out. Uh, does it start tomorrow? I think it does. Yeah, probably, yeah. We have one right? semifinal. Yeah. To, we have two right quarters now. tomorrow, yeah. and then two quarters on Friday. Right. <laughs> semis both on saturday and then finals, finals on sunday. sunday so which is perfect by the way i agree or at least for like i don't know how it is for na audiences but for eu audiences i really like that they put it on a sunday because pretty much everyone is available on a sunday well what's convenient about sunday is it doesn't overlap with the world's finals that's also convenient <laughs> um so if pe- for people who watch league doesn't overlap super convenient also they fixed the fact that north america can now watch the major because the earliest match is 11 30 a.m and oh, that's not pretty doable four in the morning yeah <laughs> or like i i had to wake up at 6 a.m to watch liquid lose to phase the other day Oof. so yeah oh not only did i have to wake up at 6 a.m to watch liquid lose to phase i woke up at 6 a.m on my birthday to watch Liquid Lose to Face. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. And I'm a Mouse Sports fan, so I know how things can hurt, but that hurts. <laughs> Alright. So let's talk let's talk finals. Um bracket is as follows. Nabi plays Vitality, Furia plays Gambit, Heroic plays versus Pro, Nip plays G2. Yeah. Um I wanna do a quick rundown. I wanna I wanna hear who you think is winning each game. We'll, we'll crown a winner today, and we'll see how badly we do next week. <laughs> um, let's start. Let's start with the big match. The uh, I, what I think is going to be probably the closest match of the the quarters. Um, Nip, uh, not Nip. Uh, Navi Vitality. We had the simple Zaiwu matchup early in the quarters this year. Yeah. Who do you think's got this? So I said before that Vitality is warmed up. Compared to like Navi, who've only played two best of ones and a best of three, Vitality have played three best of threes and two best of ones, and especially won those three best of threes. Um, so it's gonna be a banger matchup to watch because if Saiwu and Simple are both warmed up, then you know, yeah, that's 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 something I want to watch every day. But I still think Navi will take it. I think I I agree there. I think it's gonna be Navi just because Long. overall they looked like a better team. <clears throat> Yeah, Navi went 3-0 and they destroyed yeah. everyone in their path. Yeah. Um, Furia, Gambit. This should be Gambit's any yeah. day of the week, right? If we- Gambit doesn't take this, then I will not say what I'm going to do because otherwise yeah. it's, it's, it's going to jinx it. But <coughs> Gambit, I, Gambit has to. They have There's to. There's no way Gambit doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Um, Heroic VP. Now, this is a tough one because... You would expect Heroic to go through, but Virtus Pro has pulled off some 
crazy things. Mm -hmm. But to me, either way, it doesn't matter because whoever they face next is going to win. Yeah. Let's talk about G2 Nip. Um, this is going to be another close match. I think it's going to be Nip. I think it'll be G2. Okay. So we've got a bit of a... So here, so here's the thing about the side of the bracket. Regardless of which of the two European teams win, that team will be getting to the finals. Yeah. Um, they beat Heroic or Nip. Or Arbiters Pro. Um, so what are we thinking on the Navi Gambit game? I think that goes Navi's way. I think we've got past statistics and stuff to look at that show, says this goes Navi's way. Yeah, it's still like the Navi Vitality match will be one hell of a match to watch. Yeah. Um, but once again, just Navi looked like the better team overall. They should be taking that and going to the final. Yeah. Okay, so final Sunday. We have Navi against either Nip in my favor or G2 in your favor. Do you have any chance in your head that either of the two European teams win this major final? Uh, it's like 1% less, but it is possible. But once again, it, I mean, this is just a perfect major for Simple to win. He's got yeah. a good side of the bracket and either way gets an easy team in the final. Yeah, I'm... No matter how this works, I think this is a Navi major at this point. Um, and otherwise, it's going to be really tough for a lot of people's pickups. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Of, it's going to be rough. It's, everybody has Navi going through, so. All right. So we've crowned Navi as our major winner. Let's talk yep. about some other things at this point. We have, um, so we, we've got th three and a half stories um, that I want to talk about. Then we have a couple of questions from the internet. Um, and then we will get going for this week. So first story I want to talk about is Blame F getting kicked from Complexity. And then subsequently, like a couple days later, we have JKS and STAG both all put on Transfer Portal. Yeah. Uh, so Colossus is blowing it up. Uh, not Colossus, Juggernaut is blowing it up. Colossus blew up a long time ago. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, it's interesting because uh, Blame F it lo really looked like the, the center of the complexity like juggernaut uh project but i think what uh jason lake is thinking is okay well it didn't work out for the last i don't know half year with uh with blame f and with how we built this roster so we're just gonna start over yeah i he did it this before with complexity yeah so. there's something in the back of my head here that says they're looking to go north american um wouldn't surprise me um because the cowboys money and because COVID is reducing itself around the world that we see a lot more travel with teams and north america might become a real region again and by real region i mean a strong tier two region again yeah um it, it's just not europe i there's there's no way of me putting it that says that north america is going to be as good as europe <laughs> um but i think that I think complexity might be going North American. Um, and regardless, honestly, let's be real. This move probably had to be done. It just sucks to have blame F kicked because he was the rock of this team. He was the one who did the things correctly. Yeah. But he's also a very interesting player for other teams to pick up. 
Yeah. And it'll be uh, interesting to see where he goes. I'm I'm one of the people who has actually said blame F to Liquid. Um I think that would be fun <laughs> at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Could be an interesting replacement for uh Dexter as well, although I don't think it's the road Mouse Sports will take. But he would fit into any project. He fits in I a lot say. of places, yeah. yeah. Um Spirit is not going to exist in its current form. Uh, yeah. They've already said they're dropping their entire Counter-Strike team. They are going to rebuild. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate for Spirit fans. So Basically it's unfortunate entire... for Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> Basically the entire TLDR uh, yeah. editor team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyone who works on the newsletter. Basically yeah. unfortunate for us. Um, but reality, I don't see a chance that that team doesn't get picked up at least parts of yeah. that team. Like Mir and Dexter will continue to exist within CIS. Yeah, because um, for a long time, they looked like they were set to become the second best team in CIS. Correct. Um, honestly, I think they might go over to Forza um, because I don't think Forza was planning on all of Spirit becoming available. Yeah. Um, I think we'll, we'll see those players filter out to some other places. Um, but I think this is the end of that team together. Yeah. Um, which is unfortunate. Then we have um we we have our, our third star here, which is Valve against coaches. Oh boy. <laughs> now this is so, a long one. Yeah. We're we're gonna TLDR this one because none of us have time for this. <laughs> no, it's 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 just so S- stupid. So Valve said coming into I think it was coming into the legend stage that uh coaches should not be showing emotion touching players, yelling nice, etc. in the middle of matches. Yeah. Which Stupid. as someone who I, I coach a collegiate team, right? I won't say I'm any good, right? But do I absolutely scream nice when a player does a clutch? Yes. Are, yeah. Am I a part of fist bumps in between the rounds? Absolutely. I cannot imagine what the guys that coach professionally, that get paid to coach professionally, that have their livelihood riding on these games, how they can just sit like this the entire match. They could should just no emotion. I mean, and that's part of coaching, right? You're yeah. there emotionally for the team cheering them on. You, you are outside of you the game, so you know that's... what emotions you need to convey to your team to get them to get into the right mindset and keep on winning or come back or whatever. It, it's it's such an integral part of coaching that I don't understand why nobody at Valve has any idea how big this and it's 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 not a rule you can enforce. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just if every coach out there suddenly just starts, starts cheering, just it. doesn't yeah. stop doing it. There's no way in hell you're gonna ban or disqualify every team at a major. Like it's just so stupid. I don't understand why they would even do this. I. I couldn't tell you. And then the next day, Valve said something about the huddles need to happen like seven minutes before game starts because five minutes before was getting too close. And then it came out that PGL was actually asking teams to do it like three minutes before. And basically, Valve hates coaches, um, and we're continuing to see that now. That's that's realistically all you need to know. Yeah. It's just they're taking the major as their newest place to just throw more shit at the wall and hope some of it sticks. Yep. Um, we asked on Twitter about some uh, some questions. 
I, I have some here, and we, we will answer some of them. Uh, so, so first of all, someone asked, who are you? Um, yeah. I assume this is a person you know, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was a joke, but uh, yeah, they know perfectly who I am. Okay. But I think they all want ACS pack. <laughs> um, Harry, our social media manager, asked who Mouse should replace Rops with. See, here's the thing. I don't think uh, Mouse are going to lose my Rops. He's been in the project so long, and he's really he's, he's really at the center of the project, to be honest. Like before with Carrigan or with uh, Sunny or, uh, or the other players, there was still someone else next to Rops. But right now it's Rops, a bunch of youngsters, and Dexter. And Rops is really at the center of the project, so there's no win in hell that Milesports is going to let him go easily. Mm-hmm. So either a team will have to, and we know like Milesports, um, when it comes to uh, selling players, they're really smart. And when it comes to picking up young talents, they're really smart as well. So I, I think they try their best to keep him on. If they do um, uh, let him go, um, I think I would never know who to replace him with <laughs> yeah it, it's really a tough question because there's they're yeah. gonna realistically what Mouse is gonna do is pick somebody out of relative obscurity that yeah they've been looking they would for probably for bring someone up from like Mouseports uh nxt like oh no i'm thinking even more obscure than that probably i'm thinking they're gonna pick like an fpl player or something like that oh, yeah. they just decided is is good like the same way they kind of grab Rops, the same way they kind of grab Frozen, that they're just going to kind of grab them out of relative obscurity and then run with it. Yeah. I mean, it um, could work. Yeah. Uh, how do you cope with your favorite teams losing? Listen, I've been a Mouseforce <laughs> fan since for, for four years now, for three, four years. Um, and the football team I support in the Netherlands also has the same team profile as Mouseforce. So I'm used to it. Like I'm so used to it. I so, don't know. It it shows like it really shows how good of a fan you are if you can keep supporting them through and through. So yeah, I try. My I've best. been a liquid. I've been a liquid fan since about Columbus. So yeah. a while. So I've seen a. I, I saw the birth of Chokewid. <laughs> that, that's um, that's that's size says a lot. <laughs> I uh, I'm I'm also a league fan of Liquid, um, which yeah, means I I've tough. gotten to see League go three, uh, Liquid go three and three at Worlds every single year for the past ever. Um, I'm also in like normal sports. Uh, I'm not sure how much baseball news you get there, but uh, I'm a Mets fan. I have no idea what that means. Okay, so the Mets are a are a baseball team in New York that um are historically have a good team and historically find a way to screw it up every season in a different <laughs> way. Um, yep. And I'm the I'm the equivalent of that for every single sport. Sounds like my basketball. sports. Yeah. So just like I I understand I understand that and I, like I'm currently in the city of my sports team has lost for so many, so many, so many years. And finally we are good. Yeah. So, I mean, it just makes winning <laughs> even better, right? Correct. I, I agree. And realistically, you just, it, you just move on to the next one because some like the team will get better or they won't. And if they won't, well, set your expectations low. <laughs> yep. The lower your ex- expectations, the more surprised you can be. Yep. So, 
you just learn to cope. A lot of copium. <laughs> all right, that's all we have for today. My name has been Logan. This has been Naps. You can find us on Twitter at, at LoganRampath, at NapsCS, and at ReadTLDR. We'll be back next week with our post-major show, which I'm excited for. Um, uh, Naps, see you next week. Bye.